Welcome to the Mental Health Bible Study Podcast with Tyra E. Rowell. Well, hello there. How you all doing? I hope you're doing okay. I hope you are feeling okay. Even though okay is not feeling well. I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> but let me use some feeling words. I hope you're feeling excited. I hope you're feeling content. I pray you are feeling thankful. I pray you are feeling grateful. Um, I hope you are feeling um, excited to be out for Christmas break. Um, you know, I hope you are feeling. Um, let's see, what's a good, another good feeling word? Cause I know how some people may not be feeling great but um i think it's all it's even okay to say i'm just not feeling great but i know that the lord is going to work things out we're going to turn things around that's a good way to say it too you know it's okay to tell people the truth you know why we always gotta say I'm good, I'm well, I'm fine, or okay, I'm alright. You know, just go ahead and say what you really want to say. Mm-hmm. Like for example, if you're not feeling great, it's okay to say, "Well, you know what? Since you're asking me how I'm doing, since you're asking me how I'm feeling, let me tell you the truth of how I really feel. I'm feeling real. I'm feeling I'm feeling like I just want to go to the house and get up under the cover." and just go to sleep and just nap off this whole day. I feel like I want to just go and get in front of the TV and not be bothered by anyone. You know, if you're feeling not so great, just tell people, I'm not feeling great at this moment, but I am here. You know, I'm here. I'm here and I'm just going through emotion. You can say that. Stop saying you are fine. Stop saying you are good. Now, unless you are well, say, yeah, I'm well, all is well. You can even say, all is well, but I wish things could be much better. And then you can even say what you wish that could be going on that could make these things better, you know. But we got to be honest with people. We have to tell folks what what we really are feeling, what we really are thinking. But at the same time, a lot of people really don't want to hear those intrusive thoughts, you know, those thoughts of, Feeling like you want to give up. You just want to hang in the tower. Don't nobody hear that. Why? You need to allow somebody to say those things. Because, see, when I hear somebody say that, it, it makes me tune my ear towards you. It makes my heart turn towards you. It makes me ask you questions so I can get down to the root of what is really going on with you. Because when a person says, I want to give in and just give up the tower and they can't take it no more, then that means that person needs to talk. That person needs to process their thoughts, even though we may not feel comfortable. But, hey, it doesn't hurt to just listen. Ain't nobody asking you to fix anything because, baby, you can't fix a thing. Only the good Lord can fix anything in this world. Ain't nothing too hard for God. But, of course, we have to allow the Lord to fix it. I'm just going to be honest now. We all have a free will, and sometimes we be sitting up here telling God, no, don't, don't come over here. Don't 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 mess with this. But see, that's up to us. We have a free will. We all do. And some people just want to take it upon themselves to fix it themselves. And you thank God for to stop them? No. 
So if a person is saying these type of thoughts to you and they are sharing these thoughts with you, saying that, you know, I feel like I want to give in or I just want to give up, I want to throw in the towel, I don't want to be here anymore, we got to be attentive and say, you know what, come over here and sit down. Let's talk. What's going on? What What is causing these thoughts to come in your head? What is causing you to feel this way? And, and allow them to just say it. Just speak it. Don't try to fix it. Don't try to give, uh, uh, you know, anything that, that may have worked for you. Just listen to them. Just listen and see what, uh, what is going on with them. And if you can help them as far as give them money if they need it because they have financial issues or if they just need some uh, therapist and they need somebody to talk to, especially for some professional help, you know what I mean? Especially for mental issues and stuff like that. You can give a phone number or if they say they need some, they may be um, hanging by a thread because they don't have any food to give to their kids, then you can go and, and buy groceries for them. You see what I'm saying? But you, but see, you got to allow folks to say these things. You have to allow people to say these things. Now, I'm just going to be honest. Everybody is not going to tell you what's going on with them. They're really not. And you know what? If they don't say the thing that they need to be saying, it is not on you. It is not on you because they made the decision to not tell. They made the decision to not share. And it could be because of their perspective. It could be because of their belief, thinking that maybe they don't want to be a burden or maybe they don't want you to worry. But guess what? It's still a belief. And they made a decision based off of that perspective and belief. That's why I say belief and perspective can be powerful. We have to be mindful of what we're thinking and, and, and be mindful of what we're believing in because our decisions are based upon those things. So if a person is not sharing something with you, but you can read their body language, speak up on it. I, you can simply say, I hear you saying that you are okay, but your body language is saying another thing. Your body language is saying something else. What is it that you don't want to tell me? Because I'm willing to listen. I'm here to listen. I'm here to help you. There's nothing wrong with asking for help. The Lord wants us to help others. But we must first help ourselves. Yes. So, of course, this is the last episode for 2022. Because I will be taking a break for the next two weeks. And I do believe in taking a break, y'all. Ooh, yes, I do. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll be back after that, Lord willing. So, the encouragement for today is real peace can only be found in Jesus Christ. That good peace, that unspeakable peace, that peace, that baby, that just cannot be given by others. <laughs> just can't. It can only be found in Jesus Christ. So, I'm coming from Isaiah 9, 6. Isaiah 9, 6. New King James Version. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government will be upon his shoulder. And his name will be called Wonderful 
Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Oh yes, Lord, a child has been born, a child has been, a son has been given, and the government is on resting upon his shoulder. I'm speaking in present tense at this moment because this has already happened. A child has been born, his name is Jesus Christ. A son has already been given, his name is Jesus Christ. And the government is upon his shoulder. His name is Jesus Christ. And we are calling him, ain't we? Wonderful, counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. But through, from this scripture, I want to talk about Jesus being the prince of peace. Because Jesus has come already, he's already died for us. And he has our power in his hands. He is prince of peace. The present tense. You know, Jesus Christ is alive. The king is alive, baby. I'm talking about Jesus Christ. And we have to understand that that peace that surpasses all understanding. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, because we do need the peace that surpasses all understanding. Because, we, you know, there's so many understandings out there. But we need that peace that surpasses all that. Yes, Lord. And who is the one who's going to guard our hearts and minds? Jesus Christ. By the strength of Jesus Christ. Real peace can only be found in him. So if you don't have that peace, that kind of peace, I want you to understand that Jesus said, John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your heart be troubled, nor let it be fearful. Because Jesus is the one who has already left his peace with us. That's why he's called the Prince of Peace. Peace has already been given to us. The world can't give this kind of peace, baby. A husband can't give this kind of peace. A pastor can't even give this kind of peace. It's only Jesus Christ who can give this kind of peace. And Isaiah 26, 3 says, You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. See, we got to understand this mental perspective of these scriptures because sometimes we be reading these scriptures from a spiritual standpoint as if, it's all on God. But baby, now it's all on you because you're the one with the soul. I'm the one with the soul. I'm the one with the mind to think and a heart to feel and a will to choose. So are you. So that means we are always working towards something. So these things just don't fall into our lap. Salvation just don't fall into your lap, baby. You have to accept it. And not only accept it, you have to believe it. And you have to receive it. So you just can't just say that, oh, it's just going to drop my lap. It's just going to be here. All I got to do is confess. Oh, baby, no. You got to do more than that. Take a little further step. Take another step after that and two more before that. Because it doesn't stop there. It's always continuous. It's a continuous salvation. So you're always working toward the mark until you are no longer breathing. So... This scripture was saying 
you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. That person, that means me, you, and everybody else, all these human beings, whoever wants to have a relationship with Christ and also want peace, then that means you, me, or whoever else is going to keep our minds on Jesus Christ. And we're going to let it stay there. We're going to maintain having our mentor on Jesus Christ because, number one, we trust in him. So that's an action word. Because you trust in him, you got perfect peace. Because your mind is stayed upon him, you got perfect peace. Because your confidence is in the Lord, you got perfect peace. Mm-hmm. Because you lean not on your own understanding, you got perfect peace. Yeah. You acknowledge all your ways in God. You talking to God and everything that you do, you got perfect peace. As you're living and walking and talking and going out the door in and out your front door, you got perfect peace because your mind is on him. You are only thinking about the goodness of the Lord. You, you are, you, and even though you may have some things going on in your life, you ain't, you ain't dwelling on those things. You know they're there. Hey, we ain't no robot. We know that they are there. We know that those things are going on. We can see that these things are happening. We can, we can also feel it. We can, we can also be hurt. We can be in pain. But even in the midst of pain, you still got perfect peace. Woo! My God. You still got perfect peace. Yeah. Jesus said, my peace I have given unto you. But we got to trust in him. We got to not let our hearts be troubled. And not be afraid. And what is the opposite of fear? Peace. A peace that surpasses all understanding. So on this day, also for the rest of 2022, I want you to have your mind on Jesus Christ. And let it stay on Jesus Christ. So you can have perfect peace. And as you begin the new year, do your yet have purpose, perfect peace by having your mind stayed on him. We're living in dangerous times, but even in that, we got perfect peace. So, you all have a wonderful Christmas and a happy new year because I won't be back on this podcast until after the new year. So I'll be looking out for another episode on January 10th. Okay, y'all? And stay in perfect peace by having your mind stayed on Jesus Christ. Be blessed. Thank you for tuning in to the Mental Health Bible Study Podcast. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss another episode.